Washington celebrates the LGBTQ community. Israel-Palestinian peace. The Sixth Trumpet War. Israel has a new president and possibly a new government. Climate change propaganda and precursors to the mark of the beast. All in the news today. Are we in the end times? Well, absolutely we are. And we will analyze these events from a prophetic perspective while taking your calls on this open line edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. I always like uh, open line. Uh, We were just talking to one of our somebody we had just hired today, and telling him that um, I can't be stumped on an open line. He said, "Really?" And I said, "Yeah, because I'm not afraid to tell people I don't know." And so I've told people for years at our conferences and things, you can't stump me. Because I'm not afraid to say, you know what, I just don't know. May need to do a little more research uh, to get an answer, if the answer can be found. But um, that way you do know. And Irvin Baxter told me for years, he said, Dave, it will add to your credibility if you just tell people, I don't know. Don't ever, when you get on the radio, in the magazine, in our DVDs, whatever you do here, don't ever fabricate an answer. Because we're not doing anybody any good. And I thought, you know what, that is so true. Some questions can't be answered, but the ones that we do answer, we teach what we know, and we have seen so many lives changed over the years because of that. And so it adds a lot of credibility to your ministry, and I've seen that over the years with Irvin Baxter. I've been places with him. I've been on the radio with him when he said, you know what? I don't know the answer to that. And so that's why I love Open Line, because you can share things. You can get your questions answered, hopefully. And uh, it's a great time to uh, just learn some new things from questions other people might be asking. So I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, one 877 And let me open with a little dialogue here because many of you know what's going on uh, here in America. Washington is celebrating this month Pride Month. And we've talked about it many times on this program about the LGBTQ agenda being pushed in America. I was talking to our staff this morning at our prayer and devotions. And I I went through understanding what was coming today and the month that we're going through. I went back through and read the account of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah in the book of Genesis and the cry of the city became so bad with so much immorality and debauchery and things that were going on that God said, I've got to come down. He come to Abraham. He said, I've got to go down and see uh, what's going on. If the cry is as bad as what I've heard, and then I will know. And he went and of course, he sent two angels down to get Lot out and ended up destroying the cities because they were so bad. And the Bible says in... 
Luke chapter 17, verse 29 through 30, that, but the same day that uh, Lot came out of Sodom and Gomorrah, and it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all, even thus shall it be when the Son of Man is revealed. My father-in-law used to preach this, Irvin Baxter, when I was a child um, coming up in his church. He used to teach prophecy, and we'd talk about things like this. And, I, and then early on when I came to end time, he wrote articles on it. You know, is sodomy a civil right? And a lot of different things. And I used to think, there's no way America could become as bad as it was in Sodom and Gomorrah. Especially with what the Bible talks about with different things. Um, you know, in the end time, God, there's some judgment going to be poured out and a lot of different things. And I thought, no way, surely America is smarter than that. It'll, it'll happen in other parts of the world, but not here in America. Well, having studied a lot of this, researched and lived, I'm 52 years old now, and I've seen it in parts of America. I'm not saying all of America, but in parts of America, I've seen it get that bad to where people would just throw caution to the wind, even to the point where you would think the intelligentsia in our society would be smarter than that. But they're pushing agendas and all kinds of different things in America and I think Doug and Vince did a program the other day on the um, indoctrinating our children and things like that with the, uh, the, the um, transgender and all of the different lifestyles that are out there. And I was thinking about what we're doing. The Joe, President Biden the other day was talking about, he gave a speech and he was um, promoting the, the Pride Month that we're... That, I shouldn't say we are, that some people are celebrating. And it comes right down to a few issues that I wanted to talk about very quickly, just in my open dialogue. We don't have to talk about this today, but I wanted to just bring it up. Uh, there are many things we could talk about. I've got more information here than we could ever go through in 10 programs. But he is pushing uh, everybody that he's promoting in his Cabinet. He gave a speech the other day and he said, nearly 14% of my 1,500 agency appointees identify as LGBTQ plus individuals. And he also slammed a recent bill that was um, signed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. And it was a law that said, hey, we will protect girls and women's rights in sports and that we will not allow male individuals who believe they're a woman to participate in women's sports. And Ron DeSantis, and, and, uh, the governor of Florida, has now um, signed a bill, or I should say a law in Florida, that says, hey, we're going to protect female sports, females participating in these sports, because there are gentlemen or men, boys, that are saying, hey, I believe I'm a girl and I'm going to go participate and just start blowing away all these girls in their sports, wrestling, weightlifting, uh, track and field. And Ron DeSantis is joined by Alabama and Florida, Alabama, Arkansas, Idaho, Mississippi, Montana, Tennessee, and West Virginia in these laws that are saying, no, we're going to protect our girls uh, from transgenders coming and being on their sports teams. 
because it basically these girls are, are vying for scholarships, all kinds of different things, and it's just simply not fair. And Ron DeSantis said, no, we're going by biology, not ideology. And that's what it really comes down to. It's a belief system. It doesn't matter how many drugs a person takes or how many surgeries they have. A male individual cannot become a female and a female cannot become a male. God didn't create it to be that way. And there are people that are almost have become afraid to even say something about that. But the Bible talks about God made male and female. And he sanctioned a relationship called a marriage between those two individuals. And so this is the society we live in right now. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, volume one. Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. And again, I will be taking your calls today, one 363 8463 I've got a few slots open now. And so if you'd like to join me, just give us a call. Um, also, if you're on uh, social networking, Facebook, YouTube, all the different social networking sites, if you've got a question, post your question, and we'll have Sherry put it up on the screen, and I'll try to answer those as well. So I've got a lot more to go through here. I want to answer a question now. Let's go to Wayne in Ohio. God bless Wayne. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hi. I heard about the, the, the election in Israel. Yes, sir. What kind of government? They're trying to vote for a one-world government or something, or why? Okay, no, sir. Uh, so there have been two elections within the last week. The first election was a president in Israel. The president is different than the prime ministership. 
which is Naftali Bennett and Yair Lapid. They're going to share a, um, a, a prime ministership. One will go two years. The other one will go another two years. The prime minister goes for a four-year term. The president, which uh, was elected, his name is Isaac Herzog. And that's, I'm glad you brought it up because that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. But the president was elected, Isaac Herzog. He was the recently the chairman of the Jewish agency, which is something we work with very closely to help Jews make Aliyah back to Israel. And so that's the president. The president is not like the president here in the United States. The president is Israel, in Israel is more of a, just like a diplomatic position. He'll go around if somebody's... Um, killed in a war or something. He will go visit the family. He will come and, you know, visit the president of the United States. He's kind of like a diplomat. He's like a, a, you know, he'll go around talking to giving speeches, but the power lies with the prime minister. Uh, Yeah. Give me just a second there, Wayne. So the power lies with the prime minister um, and IE Netanyahu or now if they form a government, are able to, and it's approved by the Knesset next week, then that would be Naftali Bennett of the Yamina party and um, Yair Lapid of the Blue and White party. And then they will, uh, if they're able to form that, they'll be, they'll be marching through the new government and they will have unseated Prime Minister Netanyahu. We'll have to see next week if it's all approved and if nobody throws a wrench in the transmission because if one of their people comes out and says, no, I don't agree with a certain thing. They can throw a wrench and everything. So we'll have to see next week what happens. Now, to get to your question, I want to get a little, ba- little background there because it's very important uh, for everybody that's listening. The government that has just been elected, or I should say has been giving the, given the commission uh, to form a government, they weren't necessarily elected by a majority. They are... It's a coalition of, it's almost like a, I had a lady tell me the other day, it's almost like a world religion. They're bringing just everybody in. They've got uh, Arab, an Arab faction in there. They've got the left. They've got the right. Everybody's just come together. They've pushed a lot of what they believe off the table, a lot of their stances. Just it appears so that they could almost unseat Netanyahu. Well, now that that's done, how's this thing going to run? That's the big question. Uh, it's just all over the Israeli news that how's all this going to function now? Because it would almost be like a, a, a Joe Biden and a President Trump working together in a government. I mean, it's almost, it's left and right and the Arabs and everybody's come together. So we'll have to see how that happens. Was it a world governing body? No, absolutely not. This is simply an Israeli government. Does this allow for the building of the third temple and the resumption of sacrifices and all this? No, it does not. It does not allow for a sharing of a, of the Temple Mount. That would be an Israeli-Palestinian peace agreement. This election that has just been held is simply for who runs the government and who is the prime minister. Uh, that's the main um, objective of this these last two elections, the president and the prime minister. Another question. I, I heard on YouTube that there's going to be a, a food shortage for the whole world in, in the next three months on the sixth day of September. Okay, I haven't heard that. Um, that would be purely speculation on my part, Wayne. Okay. All right. Well, I do thank you for the call, and, and God bless you, and look forward to talking to you next time. 
Let's go to Kelly in Minnesota. God bless Kelly. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi. How are you? Um, I'm good. I just wanted to promote the End of the Age app. I um, signed up for that, I don't know, whenever you guys launched it, whether whether it was a year ago or two years, I don't remember. But mm-hmm. when I signed up for it, I had no idea how I was going to use it or if I was going to use it. I just wanted to promote your ministry or thought that would be a good way to contribute. And I, um, at that time, I was an avid listener to the longtime politics and religion and then end of the age show every day I had it in my schedule. I had been buying the magazines, 10-pack, giving away nine, keeping one for myself, and every time Irvin came out with a DVD or something, I would buy it, and I would buy extra copies to either lend out to people or give to people. So when this app thing came, I didn't know. I just thought, well, I'll just sign up. Yeah. And then now all these years, this time later, um, my mother-in-law, she, she passed away last week, and she was living in our home with us, and we didn't want to put her in a, in a nursing home, so she was here for two years, but she had caregivers come for the last two months. And I, I just, I'm a natural promoter, so I start talking about end-time ministries, and I, I say to, to one of the caregivers, I said, well, let me give you this DVD on the United States and the Bible, and you can take it home and listen to it and bring it back. And she said, well, I don't have a DVD player. And I said, you know, that's a, somebody else just recently told me that. They don't have DVD players yeah. anymore. And then it hit me. Oh, I have a subscription. <laughs> so I went and found my husband in the house and got him to get me his iPad to show me where this thing was that I subscribed to, brought it into the room. So during the course of the last two months, three of the caregivers got through quite a bit of the um, 14 DVD, I don't know, what is the, that United States one. Yeah. And somebody got through several of the Revelation Volume 1. And one gal even said, I signed up. And that was so fun. I thought, wow, I didn't know how I was going to use this. And I had no idea that, you know, why, why my mother-in-law was sleeping. These gals could come and listen and learn all this stuff, and it kind of made my day, and I just wanted to share that story with you guys. Wow, that's awesome. I, I certainly appreciate that. Um, and, you know, the end of the age plus, that has helped a lot of people because it's all access. And it's like, I think it's like 13 or $14 a month, and it's all access to all of our material, even the new Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ series. It's on there and able to be downloaded. So, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a great resource. It's not the Jerusalem Prophecy College, but it is just the resources that you can use. And like you say, Kelly, you can bring it right up on an iPad, on a, 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 on a Mac, or whatever device you have. And you can show it to somebody in a hospital, in, in some kind of a waiting room, whatever. And it's, it is a great resource. We've got a lot of Bible studies that are being taught off of the End of the Age Plus um, platform. And so what a great resource it is. And uh, thank you for the plug. Yep, you're <laughs> welcome. You guys have a great day. Thanks for doing all you do. Talk all to you right. later. Well, God bye-bye. bless you, and thank you for the call. And okay, that's, that's another thing, everybody, is that um, true, two great resources into the age plus all access you get a an automatic um subscription to end time magazine you get access to all of our dvds a lot of extra content uh sometimes we'll stream uh, conferences if the if the church's uh video the conferences we can stream them on there a lot of things are on there a lot of extra unique content and we've got, I think, I don't know, four or 5,000 subscribers to that, if I remember right. I mean, it's huge. And so, wonderful resource for you. And then the Jerusalem Prophecy College. 
a lot of people don't, you know, it just everybody learns differently. I like uh, watching a DVD and I like a quiz. I've taught Bible studies for years. I've taught hundreds and hundreds of them in time Bible studies. I like a, the DVD. I like the quiz. I like the outlines. I like that structure because it really helps me. Well, when you go to the Jerusalem Prophecy College and you understand how we're going to be involved intricately in the, uh, the end time in Israel. And that's one of the reasons why we've been talking so much about the new president, Isaac Herzog, because we're very closely um, working with the Jewish agency, Devorah Ganani. She's been on our television show and radio program many times. She works right under Isaac Herzog, who just got elected president of Israel. You understand the connections that we have over there and that God is setting up for this last end time push into the end time. And so who knows what God's doing through all of this. But our Jerusalem Prophecy College was established in downtown Jerusalem as a result of that, the physical college. And then we had hundreds and hundreds of people contact us and go, hey, do we have to go to Israel to be part of that college? And we were like, well, yeah, at this time you do. But then we thought, you know what, let's just let's make it available online. And so we did that and we got flooded with subscriptions to that college and now I think there are over 5,000 people going through the college right now. There are 5,000 students plus. And it's, it's like a college setting. You've got a, um, you watch the DVD, there's a quiz. You go through the outlines, there's a midterm, there's a final, everything. And I'm telling you, when you come out of that college, that will change your life. And you'll know more about prophecy than the majority of people on the planet. I taught in the Jerusalem Prophecy College yesterday to the students that show up to the physical college. I was here in the studio. I taught that yesterday morning. I'm teaching through a big timeline. And I, I went up through about three-fourths of it a couple weeks ago. I went to jump back into it yesterday. And I said, all right, let me do a quick review. And they were like, oh, Dave, we've already got, the, we've already got it. We don't need a review. And I'm like, oh, Okay. Give it to me then. Give me, the, give me the timeline. And I'm telling you what, they started rattling off that timeline like, like hey, there's going to be a six-trumpet war, world government, world religion, the, the precursors of the mark of the beast. Uh, there's going to be a temple built. There's going to be a piece of grapevine. I mean, they just started firing it off. And I thought, my goodness, you, I, I, it was great. I said, you guys have got this. This is awesome. And... They brought me right up to where I was in the timeline. I think we were uh, just ready for the, the final seven-year uh, peace agreement to expire. And they got it. Well, how, did they, how would they know that without having been through this material? And so it's very, very important. Two great resources for you. Into the H+. You can sign up by going to endtime.com and to Jerusalem Prophecy College. So very important that you guys have these resources in your hands. Okay, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Lisa. Uh, God bless Lisa. Welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi. Um, I'm doing fine. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. I have a question about the, the two witnesses. Yeah. Um, after they're killed, they lie in the streets for three days. Mm-hmm. Okay, are they raptured? At the same time that everybody else is raptured? Yeah, that is the rapture. So it's very key that you understand the timing here because the Bible says in Revelation eleven three that I will give power unto my two witnesses for a thousand two hundred and three score days, which is twelve hundred and sixty days, 
which is the three and a half, final three and a half years prior to the second coming, the battle of Armageddon. And then at the very end, the Bible says after three and one half days, this is at the end of their ministry. They've been killed. They lay in the streets for three and a half days after three. This is revelation eleven eleven. after three and a half days, the spirit of life of God entered into, into them. They stood on their feet. Great fear fell upon them that saw them. And the Bible says that in, in Revelation eleven thirteen, and the same hour there um, came a great earthquake. A tenth part of the city fell. The earthquake was slain men 7,000 in Israel and the remnant were affrighted and gave glory to the God of heaven. And then in verse 15, and the seventh angel sounded. So yes, it's, it, it, we believe that this is the rapture. It's the exact same time as the second coming, the rapture. It all is one simultaneous event. And that's when the witnesses are called up. That's when we will be called up as well. Okay. So if, if you happen to be in Israel at that time, you would pretty much know exactly when it's going to happen then, right? Yeah, it appears that... Right. And I know we'll step on a bunch of toes here, but we'll go ahead and go yeah. for it, Lisa. You and just you. Let's just keep it between you and uh, you and me, okay? <laughs> the um, it appears that even if you're even if I'm in Dallas, Texas, and watching it on TV, when these two witnesses will know who they are, it appears from Scripture that we will know about three and a half days prior to the rapture when it's going to occur. It appears from Scripture. That's my opinion. If you want to read it, it's, you can read Revelation 11, uh, verse 11, down through 11, verse 15. That's why we say that. Right. Yep. That's what it sounded like to me. I was just in a little bit of limbo because of, you know, the scriptures, no man knows the hour of the day, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So, well, if you look in Matthew 24, Jesus said, no man knoweth, K-N-O-W-E-T-H. No man knoweth the day or the hour. And so 2,000 years ago, they couldn't because none of them understood, the, none of the apostles understood the writings of Daniel and the modern nations and the different things that would happen, the reborn Holy Roman Empire, all of those things. But the Bible says, Daniel, no, Daniel, you close up and seal this book because it's for the time of the end. Well, now we're in the end time. And that's the time he was writing about. So we can understand the writings of Daniel now. And the Bible says, um, that during the time of the Antichrist, that they that do know their God shall be strong into exploits, and they that understand among the people shall instruct many. The apostles didn't understand those writings, but the people during the time of the Antichrist, they will understand. And so, do we give out dates and things like that? No, Lisa, we absolutely do not, because I don't know the date. But it does appear that just prior to that, we'll know about when it's going to happen according to Bible prophecy. Okay, thank you so much. All right, Lisa. Well, thank you so much. God bless you. And again, I'm taking your calls today. one 363 8463 Got a couple lines open, and it looks like we're going to be able to get to everybody comfortably before the end of the hour. God bless you guys. We'll see you on the other side. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, 
easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We're going to go right to the phones. Got a lot of good questions on here. So let's go to uh, Joshua in North Carolina. God bless Joshua. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Brother Dave. Uh, I really don't know the question, and I'm trying to to ask you. Okay. Uh, I read a scripture a while back, a couple months ago, and showed it to my granddaddy. And the only thing I can really remember... It was saying it's about a statue holding a cup and her surrounded by many of waters. I don't know if you can kind of pick that up, what I'm talking about. So you're, you're that- hey, Joshua, you're fading in and out on me. I didn't quite catch that, what you mm-hmm. said. I apologize. I- There's uh, something to do in the, in the Old Testament in the Bible about about something to do with a statue holding a cup and her surrounded by many waters. It's got something to do with the judgment of us, I believe, from my, my interpretation, the way I picked up on it, about the United States might be pulling back from helping Israel from a certain period of time that the United States is supposed to be punished for it. Okay. So let, let me speak to that. Uh, and that way, because I've got that right on the tip of my tongue, okay, Joshua? The fact okay. is, is that the Bible prophesies that we will stand with Israel all the way to the end. Revelation twelve fourteen, that mm-hmm. she's car- the woman with 12 stars on her, around her head, and that's in Revelation 12, that the woman is carried away on the wings of a great eagle. That's the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... And she's into the wilderness where she's protected in her place, which is Israel, for time, times, and half a times. The final three and one half years prior to the second coming, the Battle of Armageddon. So I just wrote an editorial in our magazine, the one coming out in July, August, about the times that the United States has used our UN Security Council, whether it was a Republican or a Democratic uh, party, they used their... um, UN Security Council veto power from 72 on, it's like 40 plus times to protect Israel against the United Nations. And 
it appears that we will do that all the way to the end. It does not, it, it's nowhere in the Bible does it say that the United States will pull back from supporting Israel. Now, I, I do understand in the news what's going on and that, um, you know, there, there, there are people here in the United States that would like to do that and they're promoting the Palestinians and different things. But overall, by and large, there's a, there's a, the majority of Americans are very much support Israel and we will stand with Israel all the way to the end according to scripture. So if God judges us, I don't know if it would be for that. Now, I talked about the LGBTQ stuff that's being pushed in America. He could judge us for that. He could judge us for some other things, but it doesn't appear that he would judge America for pulling away from Israel because we just signed a huge, uh, a huge uh, military um, spend or a huge um, deal to sell them weapons. We just, it was like seven hundred and thirty-five million or something like that. And we've got defense packs with them. I mean, Israel's our greatest ally on the planet, and so I don't think he would judge us for that. He could judge us for other things. A, another thing that I will tell everybody is that God has a way of judging a nation without judging the righteous. We talked about Sodom and Gomorrah earlier and God said, I would have spared, uh, Abraham was talking with God and he said, hey, would you get, he, they, you know, he was negotiating with him and he said, Lord, he got down to, he said, Lord, would you spare Sodom and Gomorrah for 10 righteous? And the Lord said, yes, for 10 righteous, as bad as Sodom and Gomorrah was, I would spare it. And of course he couldn't find 10, so he went and destroyed the city. So, that's kind of where we're at in America. I'm not saying all of, I'm saying the majority of America does not agree with, I've read articles where they said, hey, the majority of Americans agree with the LGBTQ ideology. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think the majority of Americans are good, um, you know, Bible believing. I, I would say most of them would consider this, themselves Christians. And some of them don't want to get involved. They don't want to talk about it, but they don't. If you were to get them by themselves and said, hey, what do you think about this? They'd say, I don't really agree with that. Um, I know that's not popular to say in our society, but somebody's got to talk about it because God is diametrically opposed to that. And, uh, you know, if we keep pushing it here in America with these pride parades and all this other stuff, there will come a time when God will judge that those things. And so... Um, I hope that answered your question, Joshua, and uh, helped you out there. I got one more quick question. Okay, make it quick because yes, I got sir. a lot of calls. Yes, sir. Uh, do you do you believe that we're going to go back to like some kind of like stone age where like we're going to be disabled with our electricity or anything? With part of the punishment, do you believe? Okay. Yeah. Um, I do not believe that because the greatest time of revival the world's ever seen is ahead of us. And end time ministries even is going to have a great part in the end time revival in Israel, in the West Bank. Uh, all of Israel is going to be saved before it's over with. If we go back into the Stone Age where we can't fly on planes and drive cars, things like that, I do not see how we could facilitate a revival like that. I mean, we're on God. Almighty God has positioned end time ministries to be on the radio, television. I mean, we're, this, the gospel of the world is being preached around the world by missionaries and all kinds of different things. 
And could God do anything? Absolutely. But I, I don't see uh, scripturally, I certainly don't see where we're going to go back into the dark ages. I think that technology uh, will continue on. Uh, will there be some setbacks maybe during the six trumpet war, possibly when it's, it's going to be a nuclear war, but will America or the world as a whole go back to into a stone age? I highly doubt that because the world governing armies are going to come down against Israel to battle of Armageddon. I mean, a lot of different things are going to happen that would lead me to believe that that simply will not be the case in the future. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you for the call, Joshua. I want to say God bless you. Uh, okay, let's move right along. Uh, Brenda in Missouri. God bless Brenda. Welcome to End of the Age. Hello. Hello, Brenda. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing thanks tremendous. For, thanks for taking my call. I just, according to things you said to Lisa earlier. Yes. So do you believe we will be here during the Great Tribulation? Yes. Uh, we believe that the Bible teaches the rapture will occur at the end, immediately after the tribulation, not before. I, I know that's right. not a popular belief, but um, uh, from what I can see in the scripture, uh, yeah, absolutely, the church will be here all the way through. Okay, well, that's what I believe, and, and it just kind of um, troubles me that so many churches, even the church that I go to, doesn't believe that. They believe we're going to be raptured out before all of it, but I just don't see it that way. I, I've never, even before I became a One God Apostolic, I didn't believe that. I believed we would go through the tribulation. Yeah. And um, I just wanted to clear that up and, and see what your opinion was on that. And um, we're in agreement. So, yeah. Okay. All right, Brenda. Thank you much for the call. I want to say God bless you. Um, one of the scriptures, there are many. And I, I know that I've lost you there, but uh, there are many scriptures that prove uh, that the church will go through the tribulation. There is the pre-trib rapture um, stance. And, you know, if that's the case, hey, we're going to get out of here. If the, then there's the mid-trib, but there's really no such thing as a mid-tribulation rapture because the tribulation only lasts three and a half years, the final three and one half. And then uh, there's the post-trib stance, which is what we hold. And it's uh, Matthew 24, verse 29 through 31. That's the, the standard scripture that we use. When I'm on a radio program or a television program or an interview or something, and somebody's just hitting me with these questions, I'll go to Matthew 24, 29 through 31. Jesus said, immediately after the tribulation of those days, Shall the sun be dark and moon shall not give her light. Stars shall fall from heaven. The powers of heaven shall be shaken. Then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. They shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the sound of a great trumpet to gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to another. And so when does this occur? Verse 31 is the rapture. And Jesus said, when would that occur? Verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. Now, uh, Brenda, I could give you a, tons of scripture on that. Uh, we don't have time. I got a lot of callers, but that's one of the main ones. One of the things I want you to know, though, is that it is not a salvation issue. If your church is teaching a pre-tribulation rapture, you believe in a post-trib, you don't have to say, well, I can't go to church here anymore. That, that's not the, the, don't do that. The thing is, is that the main thing is your church is teaching the salvation correctly. They're getting people to heaven and 
everything is okay because it's not a salvation issue, at least at this point. Um, and so, you know, that's not something that you would say, well, I got to leave my church over. I wouldn't do that. If, if my pastor believed in a pre-tribulation rapture, you know, I'd probably be taking him out for coffee a few times next week, (laughs) but I wouldn't necessarily uh, leave his church. It would be hard with my position to, like I said, we would just have to go out for coffee a few times <laughs> because uh, I would try to say, you know what, we, we, we at least got to talk about it. But anyway, not so sure I would leave the church. Um, thank God my pastor is all on board. So anyway, moving on. Uh, let's go to Stephen in Tennessee. God bless Stephen. Welcome to End of the Age. Hey, Brother Dave, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing, Stephen? I'm, I'm blessed beyond measure. Good. Uh, Enjoy your show. Enjoy uh, enjoy it all, all the way, all three. Thank and, you. And Miss Brother Baxter. Uh, me I too. I have a question. I had to change it. I'm sorry. Are you flexible? I'm very flexible. Blessed, blessed are the flexible. They shall inherit the kingdom of God. That's great. Okay. I'm going to Daniel chapter 12. I'm going to start at verse 11 and yep. 12. Can you pick it and bring it up or shall I read it? I can bring it up and read it or you can, either one. Okay. I'll read it. And from the time that the daily sacrifices shall be taken away and the abomination that make a desolate set up, there shall be a thousand and two hundred and ninety days. Blessed is he that waiteth and cometh to the thousand and three hundred and five and thirty days. What's going to be our blessing if we wait? Eternal life. Okay, I mean, is there... (laughs) I was just curious. I figured that, but I thought maybe... There was something that we no, had to endure the, the, or something that we got to endure the great uh, Yeah, great at, this time, yeah. at this time right here, at the end of the Great Tribulation, the saints that have made it through that, their promise is eternal life. That's going to be our reward. The Bible says the Lord comes back and his, our, his reward is with him to give to the uh, prophets okay. and the saints. So it's going to be uh, eternal okay. life, yeah. All right, Brother Dave, thank you, and enjoy your show, and we'll keep watching you. All right, Stephen, well, day. God bless you, and thank you for watching as well. Okay, so I'm, I'm coming up on a break here. I'm go, I've got just a few calls left, so I think we'll get to everybody. Uh, I don't want to cut you off in the middle here, so I'll get, to, I'll get to Jose when we get back from the break. But again, um, thank you, Lisa, at the beginning of the program for making a plug about Into the Age Plus and Jerusalem Prophecy College. I brought that up. Two great resources that you can go to. You can take your time. You can study them. You can watch a DVD now. Take one course in JPC and then take one two years from now. If you want to spread it out, we've had people go through the entire thing in 10 months. I mean, they were just ripping through it all the whole college. And so what a, uh, what a great resource for everybody out there and get all your questions answered. It's wonderful teaching, not just about prophecy, which is 30% of the Bible, but we go through the other 70% as well. We've got one understanding the Bible, a great resource for everyone. Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, 
we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. All right, everybody, we're going straight back to the phones. I'll try to get to everybody before the end of the program here. Uh, Let's go to Jose in New York. God bless, Jose. God bless you, Dave. How are you? I'm doing tremendous. How are you doing? I'm okay. Uh, A little emotional. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Before I picked up the phone and called, I thought about how many times I wanted to call when Irving Baxter was there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's just you guys are a blessing. You know, I, I'll be honest, when he passed away, I had to take a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, but I have to tell you that um, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for what he's done and everything he did. And the way he prepared you guys was unbelievable. And I love End of the Age Plus. I love the Jerusalem Prophecy College. You guys have kept me focused on God in some serious, tough times when you have, you know, disagreement in churches. Yeah. And I'm grateful for you, and I thank you, and you guys are a blessing. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, my question is, I know with everything that has happened with the conflict with the Palestinians Mm -hmm. and uh, Israel, especially recently, what what happened with Hamas, Mm -hmm. um, I know there's been a lot of um, anti-Semitism rising up. But I live in the the neighborhood that I live, there's a lot of Jewish and, you know, religious Jews. And I noticed them with signs, you know, basically saying uh, Zionist, not the real Israel, Um, um, free the Palestinians. Um, even burning their, like, passports, honestly. Um, so I was wondering if you could... I, I'm guessing there is some type of non-agreement between the religious Jews and the, uh, uh, I guess, the Zionists kind of thing. I was wondering if you would be able to elaborate a little bit. Yeah, so um, you're saying that religious Jews in New York are not supporting Zionism? Right. They're basically, uh, uh, and they're actually using, um, like, basically saying that Jews are not supposed to have a home, which, I, you know, of course I don't agree, but they use, like, Deuteronomy and certain things. I'm guessing they don't believe in that, uh, in the prophecy of Ezekiel, right, uh, 37. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just found it, it felt a little bit strange uh, yeah. uh, to see that and to see the signs and everything. So, yeah. So, Jose, you've caught me because this is the one of the ones I, I'll have to say I don't know. I haven't seen that. Um, to my knowledge, I mean, I've got a lot of Jewish friends, and to my knowledge, that they, they all they they all support Israel and their right to be there, uh, which is the essence of really Zionist Zionism and. To not, you know, not necessarily drive the Palestinians out, but, um, you know, not to support them against their own people. Right. I would have to talk to the, honestly, I'd love to have a conversation with some of the people you're talking to. Because it doesn't sound like anybody that I'm affiliated with or that End Time would be affiliated with. Because everybody I know of that's Jewish supports that. Uh, and right. so I'm kind of lost here. 
I would have yeah, to were, really see were, what you're pro- talking about and talk to them. Yeah, what they were doing, they were just like, they were protesting, which is what I found like the weirdest because I yeah. was like, what's going on there? And they actually had a website, which I actually have it down. I have your email. Yeah, just, so what yeah. What I'll do is I'll, I'll shoot you the yeah. website. That'd be that great. Way you could uh, look at it because I looked at it too. And again, I felt totally, you know, that, that it was wrong. I was like, you know, yeah. they, there's something going on here that's not right. But I did find it to be, I guess, alarming in a way. Well, they wouldn't have been people dressed up as Jewish people mocking them, would it? I, I started to think that. That's why I called. Because I was like, you know something? Uh, if someone is going to know if this is actually happening, yeah. <laughs> it would be end of the age yeah. you I, know, to I, see if you've seen anything like this. That doesn't sound like any Jewish person I know. Right. Me either. So yeah. I know many, and they all, again, they support Israel. So. Absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's they're people. I mean, so right. I, I, I don't know. I mean, unless somebody... That's you got me on that one. I, I don't know how to answer that even. I'll, I'll, I'll de- you shoot me the email, uh, the the website, and I'll definitely look at it because that's a new one on me. That just that just doesn't sound right. I mean, I've I've got friends, a lot of friends around the world that are Jewish. That doesn't sound like anybody I know. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I, I, at least I'm not. Yeah. I wasn't you the only you one. caught me on one, Jose. <laughs> that's okay. I was caught too when I saw it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, man. I wasn't trying to catch you. I promise you. Yeah, I, I understand. Just, I just thought it was uh, it was very weird to see. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll shoot you that email. All thank right. you well, so much, and God bless you. Uh, thank you, Jose. God bless you as well. And I, I want to say to you that I honestly, you said you almost thought about taking a break when Irvin Baxter passed away. Man, I wanted to take a break as well. Uh, he passed away at twelve forty six p.m. just after lunch. And I had to be on the radio at 3 o'clock that day. And man, I mean, I wanted to just go hide in a corner somewhere away from everything. And I will tell you this. Everybody listening, help me and our family through the worst time of my life, uh, really. And my mother-in-law, Irvin's wife, and my my, uh, wife, Jana, is his youngest daughter, Everybody on the radio, you cannot believe the outpouring of love and support, the cards, the letters. I mean, just like, hey, you know, we love you guys. We support the ministry. Don't stop. I got I had huge religious organizations. I I didn't even know these people were following us prior to Irvin's death. I didn't realize how big our following was until Irvin Baxter passed and they contacted me and they said, Dave, we're this huge religious organization, but End Time Ministries is our prophecy voice. We don't get our prophecy from anybody else. We listen to End of the Age. We get our, you're our prophecy voice. We listen to Irvin for years. I'm talking about huge religious organizations. I was shocked. And I thought, oh my goodness, this thing is a lot bigger than what I ever imagined. And so I had so many people saying, don't stop, don't stop. And of course, we never had any intentions of stopping this, but... Um, it was just a huge outpouring of love and support. And so Jose, I, I feel you <laughs> because I was there myself, but, um, having had to go on the radio that day, four days that week and wow, just people calling in saying, we love you guys. Don't stop. Continue on. You're helping us. It really, it, it changed my whole perspective on the whole thing. Cause I realized Irvin Baxter's passing came as a shock to all of us. But it did not come as a shock to God. It was all in God's timing. 
And um, it was time for God to take Irvin Baxter. He could have raised him up and healed him completely, but he did not do that. And so um, he, he, I see now looking back how he prepared our whole family to carry this thing on all the way through the end time. We have all the connections in Israel, everything, the magazine the, that's going to be mailed to every home in Israel when the final seven years hits, the, all of our connections with the tour groups, the, with um, I, uh, Isaac Herzog, who just became the president through the Jewish agency, Devorah, everybody, all these connections, we know those people. And so my wife was the tour coordinator for years. Irvin Baxter didn't take care of any of that. So God prepared our family to carry this thing across the finish line. And we're all going to go through this together. So it's going to be awesome. And we're trusting God. We're being led by his spirit. That's the way we're doing this whole thing. <sighs> Man, I love this stuff. I, could talk. I wish we had two or three hours to do open line. Because it's so, it builds up our, my faith. It helps me talking to everybody and uh, we're all going to go through this together. It's so awesome. So, okay, let's get back to the phones. Um, Don in Colorado. God bless Don. Welcome to end of the age. Yeah, hi, how are you? I'm doing good, Don. How are you? Okay, I'm good. Okay, so I have a question. Yeah. And this is about uh, Israel protecting, or the U.S. protecting um, uh, Israel the last three and a half years. Yes, sir. Didn't this indicate that the the that sixth trumpet war may happen like right before that that we're being protected. Uh, you, you get what I'm you get where I'm going here, and then at the and then the the war starts like before that, and then the battle Armageddon starts like right at the end there. Yeah, so I can prove scripturally that the sixth trumpet war does happen prior to the final three and one half years. So I what you're saying there is correct. And then the Battle of Armageddon happens at the end, so that's absolutely correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. Um, the the way I can prove that Revelate the Six Trumpet War happens in Revelation nine, verse thirteen through twenty one. Then verses ten and the first part of eleven talks about the final three and a half years, the Great Tribulation period, and then the uh, the seventh trump happens in Revelation eleven. Uh, what, um, 15, 16, on down through the rest of the chapter. So, yeah, absolutely what you're saying is totally correct, Don, and I, and I do thank you for the call. Uh, good observation there. So I've got a couple more, and this is good because we've got a couple on Facebook only here, and I'm going to answer MJ's uh, question really quick before the end of the program here. What are your five top reasons for teaching a post-trib rapture? Okay. The, and I can only give you scriptural proof for this. The scriptures that I would give you would be, again, Matthew chapter 24, verse 29 through 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the rapture is going to occur. The rapture is in Matthew 24, 31. Jesus said that event will occur immediately after the tribulation of those days. In, in my opinion, that's a slam dunk. The second one is... Um, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and it says, Now we beseech you, brethren, the Apostle Paul was talking against the doctrine of eminency, which says, hey, all the prophecies are happened, and it's time for the rapture to occur. He was teaching against that. So he says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, and by our gathering together unto him, that 
um, you be, you don't be shaken in your mind, troubled by a spirit, nor by word, nor a letter from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. He said, let no man deceive you by any means, for that day, the rapture, the, the, he talks about the gathering together unto him, that day will not occur, except there come a falling away first, which was the dark ages, and that the man of sin is revealed. Everybody that believes in a pre-tribulation rapture believes that the um, that rapture will occur prior to the Antichrist coming on the scene. There are no scriptures for that. This one here says that the, the, that day will not come except there comes a falling away first and the man of sin is revealed. So it says the opposite of that here, that the rapture will occur after that. Go to, I'm going as fast as I can, Revelation 20. Bible says, uh, Revelation 24 through 6. John was seeing a vision in heaven. He says, I saw thrones, they that sat upon them. Judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark, and their foreheads or in their hands. They lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first. The, the verse 4, the Bible says in verse 5, this is the first resurrection. So, the first resurrection is the rapture. The Bible says those that came through the tribulation who did not worship the mark of the beast, did not take his mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years and that they went in the first resurrection. Well, if the first resurrection, according to some, it happened pre-trib, then this, this scripture would be null and void, right? Because this says those that came through the tribulation during the time the mark of the beast was doled out, that they went in the first resurrection, which happens after the great tribulation, yeah, immediately after the great tribulation, which is what Jesus said in Matthew 24. Now, I've only got 45 seconds left, so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go through some really quick. The Bible says in Matthew 13, you understand the simultaneous harvest. Another account is given in Revelation 14 of a simultaneous harvest. It's the exact same thing. The reapers asked the Lord, hey, do you want us to go in and tear up the wheat and the tares? Do you want us to go up and tear up the, the uh, tares? And he said, no, wait until the time of the harvest, not the two harvest, but the harvest. We'll tear them up at the same time and we'll cast the wheat into the storehouse and cast the tares into the fire. He said, wait until the, the end, the, the end of the age, the time of the harvest. That's a post-trib rapture. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463, or visit us online at endtime.com. 